Welcome to our weekly three-minute therapy podcast with me, Dr. Michael Edelstein, a clinical psychologist, Mick Berry, a, an REBT expert and co-author of a book we wrote on REBT called Stage Fright. Uh, I think the subtitle is How 40 Stars overcame their public speaking anxiety, something along those lines. Yep, that's our 44 reason. stars tell you how they beat America's number one fear. Ah, great, great. And also we have here Chris Rossini, our tech engineer, who uh, assists us every week. The subject of these uh, podcasts and YouTubes is Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy, REBT. And REBT is based on the simple premise that our emotions don't come from situations, as most people assume, but they come from our thinking about situations. And that's a very powerful idea because if you don't like how you're feeling, you can change your thinking, and that will change your emotions. And the kind of thinking that we address is irrational or disturbed thinking that comes from escalating preferences into demands. Because I prefer to do, to do well and get approval, I absolutely must. Because I prefer you treat me well, you have to, you must. And because I prefer my life to go well, it must go well. And when you start with a must, or demand, you usually end with some kind of global evaluation, such as, I'm no good, you're no good, or my life is no good. So that is the basic premise we work with. Nick, did you want to add anything to that? No, it sounds good. Okay, and then uh, in today's episode, we're going to demonstrate how you can actually put this into practice by writing out your own exercises, cognitive exercises. I call them three-minute exercises because once you master them, they only take about three to five minutes. But at first, it might take 10 or 15 minutes. And in my book, Three-Minute Therapy, in each chapter, I illustrate the problem I discuss in that chapter with a three-minute exercise. And the importance of writing it out on a regular basis is that the way we learn is through practice, repetition, review, going over same ideas or practices again and again and again. That's why professional athletes, no matter how well they're doing in competition, they're always practicing at other times. So it's the same with training your brain. So I'll start by uh, illustrating a three, what a three-minute exercise or ABC looks like. So let's suppose I lost my job. Um, by the way, Mick, I cannot see you. So if you'd like to say something, Yes. Oh, I was wondering because I, yes, I was raising my hand and you weren't letting me talk. Okay, you can't see me, huh? No, because I'm going to be reading my three-minute exercise, so that's what I can see. 
Uh, okay. All right. I was going to say it can take three minutes. I find mine usually take, oh, five to ten, but I do them very thoroughly. However, you can bang them out in less than three minutes. As Albert Ellis said, it, does, it doesn't even have to take that long, but it does take practice, I've found, to get it down to three minutes. Yeah. Okay, so here is a, uh, give you an example of a typical three-minute exercise to show you um, what it looks like and the structure of it. Uh, for example, let's suppose I feel depressed after losing my job. So again, it's not losing my job that makes me depressed, but it's my thinking about it. So a in the ABCs, A is the activating event or the antecedent event, and that would be, I lost my job. And then we'll skip B for a minute. C is depressed. That's the undesirable emotional consequence. Now, as we've been saying, it's not A that causes C, but rather it's my thinking about it, and that's my B. B is irrational belief, or the must, or the should. And in this example, it would be, because I prefer not to be unemployed, I absolutely must not be without a job. I must not be unemployed. This should not have happened and proves I'm a loser. I can't stand this state of affairs. It's awful, it's terrible, it's horrible. Okay, so we have, we, at A, B, and C, we pretty much diagnosed the problem, and now we go on to D, E, and F to the treatment for the problem. So D stands for disputing or questioning your irrational belief. And that, so a good question is, Where's the data? Where's the proof? What's the evidence? I must not be unemployed. What's the evidence for my irrational belief? And if I think about it, I will see there's no evidence for a must. All musts, all shoulds are fictions, all psycho psychopathological musts and shoulds are fictions. Uh, and they just lead to emotional disturbance like anxiety or in this illustrative case, depression. And then the answer is uh, to what is the evidence? There is no evidence. I must not be unemployed. I must not be out of a job, although I prefer to have a job. Uh, there's, no, there's no evidence I have to have one. It's unfortunate to be unemployed, but not awful, terrible, or horrible. All this proves about me is I'm an imperfect human, a fallible human being, not a loser, not a worthless person. I can stand this situation, although I don't like it. And then summing it up, it's not losing my job, that's my problem. Rather, it's my irrational must thinking about it that causes my emotional disturbance. Through much practice, I can learn to accept the situation and unconditionally accept myself with it. 
And this unconditional acceptance is a lesson that will last me forever. So that's an example of this. And, uh, and you could use that example to write out your own three-minute exercises. Uh, Mick, did you want to say anything about well, that? Well, the thing that is really best to remember is that all mental disturbance is <clears throat> dependent on a demand, a must, a should, a have to, a need. And when you're trying to correct what your irrational thinking is, you always want to look for the demand or the need or whatever you want to call it. It's asking for a certainty and there are no certainties in life. And also I tell me if you think this is strange, Michael, but what I did, because I can't always get to a piece of paper to do an ABC. So I've come up with a three minute monologue whereby I take the demand and I dispute the demand verbally out loud. Let's say I'm driving in my car and I'm upset because I'm going to a job interview and I feel I have to get the job. So then I'll start saying what is essentially the E section out loud. I do not have to get this job. It'll be very disappointing, maybe as disappointing as anything I can imagine, but even though that's the case, I don't have to get the job. Nothing in life must go the way I want. The worst that will happen is I won't get the job and there'll be difficulties because of that and then I'll do best to deal with those difficulties. But no matter how good this is for me, no matter how much I want it, nothing ever has to go my way. And I'll say that, and I'll even time on the timer on my watch for three minutes, and I'll do that out loud. Okay, that's great. And also, make you illustrate a, uh, something that makes the three-minute exercises more effective, and that is your passion. So the more passionately, vigorously you dispute and contradict your musts and shoulds, the more meaningful it tends to be and the more uh, effective it tends to be. Yes, and the more you embrace reality, reality, being aware of reality is the way to be rational. When we're being irrational, we are thinking unrealistically. And so if you passionately, vigorously go after the effective new belief, that helps a great deal. And also I find that I, can only be passionate, truly passionate, when I am convinced of a particular idea. So remember that it's thinking realistically that enables us to get rid of the irrational, unrealistic belief. And that's how I'm able to be passionate, by embracing reality, really owning reality. Exactly right. Good point, Vic. And, uh... All, since we're imperfect humans with imperfect brains, we probably will never have a one-to-one -one correspondence with reality in our brain, but we can get closer to it. And one of the things that interferes with uh, understanding reality is musts and shoulds, because, and putting ourselves down, 
because those are fictions. The last uh, letter in the A, B, C, D, E, F is F. F stands for new feeling, and that means once you internalize what you wrote at E, that your musts are fictions, and uh, elaborating on that, once you internalize that, then you get to F, a new feeling, <laughs> excuse me, an appropriate feeling, probably a negative feeling if uh, if you lost your job, you don't want to feel, feel happy about it, but an adaptive, appropriate negative feeling, such as disappointment, great displeasure, great frustration, but not depression in this case. So what you see here is B causes C, the must causes your depression, your disturbed emotion, but E causes F, internalizing a more realistic way of looking at things leads to F, a new, more appropriate negative feeling. Anything uh, else you wanted to say about the, these exercises, Dick? Um, just that it takes practice to really get it down, and it really can take feedback from the exercises to learn how to do the exercises effectively. So if anybody has any questions, feel free to say something in the comments section, and I'd be willing to work with somebody on the telephone to teach them how to do this if they want some help. So please let us know, because it can be not nearly as clear and educational to just listen to a 10 or 15 minute podcast. So if anybody has any questions, pipe right up and I'll respond. Yeah, uh, one of us will respond. And uh, that's pretty much it for what we wanted to discuss about the three-minute exercises. The bottom line is practice, practice, practice. And uh, thank you, Chris Rossini, for doing the technical end of things. Comment below, as Mick mentioned, if you have any questions, if you'd like to be a volunteer uh, to discuss a problem. Or if you're a therapist and you'd like help with a client, feel free to volunteer and we'll, this will help you on our, our three-minute therapy podcast. Give us a thumbs up if you like this, if you found it helpful. Suggest subjects for future uh, three-minute therapy podcasts. And subscribe to three-minute therapy podcast to stay on the rational side of life.